Welcome investors to the Absolute Return Podcast, your source for stock market analysis, global macro musings, and hedge fund investment strategies. Your hosts, Julian Klamotko and Michael Kesslering, aim to bring you the knowledge and analysis you need to become a more intelligent and wealthier investor. This episode is brought to you by Accelerate Financial Technologies. Accelerate, because performance matters. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. Welcome, podcast listeners, to the Absolute Return Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Klamachko. I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Kesslering. And on today's podcast, we welcome special guest, Waleed Jabshay, President at International General Insurance, IGI, an international specialist commercial insurer and reinsurer that underwrites a diverse portfolio of specialty lines. IGI trades on the NASDAQ under the symbol IGIC. On the podcast, Waleed discusses keys to success in insurance underwriting, primer on how the commercial insurance business works, some of the more unique policies they come across, what it was like to go public right before the onset of the global COVID pandemic, how IGI differentiates itself in the marketplace, and more. So with no further ado, here's our podcast with President Walid Jabshay of International General Insurance. All right, we have Waleed from International General Insurance on the podcast today. We are going to do a deep dive on specialty insurance, and certainly we have an expert in Waleed who's focused his entire career on the specialty insurance sector, specifically mostly with IGI, International General Insurance, where you are currently president. You've been there for about 20 years, spent your entire career in the insurance business, a couple places prior to, uh, I believe, joining your dad at IGI. So can you give us a primer, uh, just a quick summary on how the industry works, how the commercial insurance business works in a general basis, and also underwriting insurance policies specifically, like how does that all work? Well, thanks a lot, Julian and, uh, and Michael, and thank you uh, for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. I mean, I started my career in insurance, heavily influenced by my father, as you mentioned. You know, I've always been an analytical person. Uh, ever since I was young, uh, my parents accused me of, of, of overanalyzing too many things <laughs> right. uh, in life. Um, and, and, and my father always said, you know, he, he's going to be a good underwriter. Uh, I mean, the business is great. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you, you talk about commercial insurance to me, that's the most, more exciting part of the, uh, of the industry. It's, it's, a, it's a, uh, you know, our, our clients, our client base is so diversified. Um, I mean, we, when we started IGI almost 20 years ago, we focused, you know, we, we built the company foundation of it was on energy business. Uh, our roots from, are from the Middle East. Uh, we, we started the company out in Jordan, focused on an area that obviously with Middle East, you know, is, 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 there's plenty of supply or, or demand for, for the product we were offering um, and focused on bringing that, that expertise into the region, to the territory itself. So, you know, uh, our, our, our client base can vary from, you know, your, your, uh, uh, Saudi Aramco and your Adnox to your Statoil. So energy was our biggest property. Commercial property was also, you know, one of the uh, sort of initial classes of business. But as we we grew, um, you know, we diversified and we're, we 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 now cover circa twenty lines of business. Right. Um, you know, 
uh, insurance is, is what is insurance? It's, 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 we're in the business of taking risk. So, so what we, what we offer is, is a promise to pay. We, we, we offer our word that we will be there for our clients when we're there, when they, when they need us. Right. Um, so, you know, across, across, uh, and, and that's what builds your reputation. So, uh, you know, you talk about commercial and specialty, you know, the strength of a company and the strength of a, of a, of a portfolio is in its diversity. So over the years, we diversified adding, adding new classes of business. And as I said, now we're offering up to, uh, 20 different products. You know, we analyze risk. This is what we're here to do. And so when we underwrite, um, you know, we go through all the intricacies of a specific client. Um, the quality of their, uh, you know, the quality of their company, uh, the quality of their risk management, the uh, the, the track record, uh, loss history, um, uh, you know, and 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 so many different things that go go into the analysis uh, in order to decide uh, what or what. Well, in order to decide whether we want to insure them to begin with, and if we do want to insure them, what coverage we're we're willing to uh, uh, provide. And at what price? But uh, you know, uh, being in this in this industry for the last you know uh, twenty four years, I started actually in Canada with uh, a small company called Manulife, um, uh, and uh, and just for a few months moved down to the U.S. where I sort of uh, laid down the foundation of my of my career there, and then when when our CEO uh, Wasif uh, decided to to start RGI. Um, I forced him to hire me, and, uh, and and it's been 20 years now, and uh, it's been a great it's, it's been a great uh, ride. It's a great industry, very rewarding, um, uh, but you know, it, it requires a great element of caution, a great element of understanding, and a, a great element of, of of patience and discipline, because our industry can be very painful if not, you know. Uh, traded within correctly and prudently. For sure. So the notion of being extremely painful, we always see you know, disasters happening and insurers getting hit for large sums of dollars that they need to cover. You also mentioned the opposite end where you know, it can be a great business if you're underwriting the correct risks, pricing those uh, in the right way, not to suffer those massive losses. You mentioned a rewarding career, but besides insurance being the family business, effectively, perhaps you're born into it. But what drew you specifically to the sector? Really, what do you find most compelling about it? I mean, as I, as, I, as you mentioned, I mean, I, I was heavily influenced by 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 my father. I mean, he's been in the business for for about fifty five years now. You know, I, when I when I got into it, it was. Yeah. I don't know anybody really, or, or very, very, very few people who actually plan to go into insurance. Right. Um, they they tend to just you know uh, drop into it uh, out of out of out of school. But but I I uh, my father encouraged me to get into it, uh, and as I said, I started in Canada and the U.S. I found it extremely interesting, extremely appealing. You know, it, it, there's, there's, I have an analytical mind, and right. and. You know, as a, as an underwriter, this is exactly what you what you need. I like going, uh, I, I like doing deals. I like analyzing deals. I like researching. I like you know uh, the, the whole aspect of, of, of the underwriting is 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 is, is what you know uh, we get out of bed for. You know, as a global 
uh, insurer and reinsurer, you know, you, you get to meet, you know, it's, it's such a people business. You get to meet people from all over the world. Um, you expand your horizons, you travel, uh, you know, uh, the global insurer, you operate in so many different markets, whether they be geographical markets or specific to each class of business. Each one has its own intricacies. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're, you, you, it, it's just, it's, 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 it's very, very rewarding, but it's not for everybody. We, uh, I understand that, you know, uh, it's a resilient industry as well. Uh, you know, you look at it from a, from a, from, from a standpoint of wanting to build your career in a, in a, in a, in an industry that, that, you know, will, will, will always be there. This is what insurance is. Everybody will always need insurance mm-hmm. and it's recession proof. Um, you know, prime example of what we've been going through for the last, you know, 12 to 15 months, you know, unfortunately, COVID has had such a severe impact on, on the world and on specific industries, obviously, such as hospitality, airline business, uh, travel. Um, and, and, and if anything, you know, the insurance industry is, is, is thriving as a, as a, you know, as a result of what, what's, uh, happened. Has it impacted the industry? Of course it has. I mean, uh, you know, and it's impacted it in a way that nobody probably expected, um, uh, both from from the event itself and the impact uh, in which sectors the, 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 the event has uh, impacted. But, you know, uh, our industry is all about managing an insurance company um, or a reinsurance company. You know, the key, the key to what we do is, portfolio management. Our industry is very cyclical, so you've got to manage the cycle properly um, uh, and, and, and minimize volatility. And you do that in so many different ways. I mean, uh, you know, and our business is not just about underwriting, it's about trading. And I think this is what differentiates the, 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 the strong from the, the, you know, the special from the average. Um, and it's a matter of bringing those two together um and uh and 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 having the the optimal recipe that delivers the uh results you're uh, looking to achieve and now a word from our sponsor accelerate one of canada's most innovative and fastest growing alternative investment solution providers with a suite of institutional caliber alternative etfs for investors seeking diversification and long-term performance. The Accelerate Arbitrage Fund, symbol ARB on the TSX, is the world's first SPAC-focused ETF with a diversified portfolio of SPAC and merger arbitrage opportunities in an easy-to-use, low-cost ETF. The Accelerate Arbitrage Fund ETF trades under the symbol ARB on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. So... For some of our investors that would consider themselves more generalists, um, that may be a little bit newer to um, the insurance industry, what are what are some of the key metrics that that you believe are important for investors to really focus on when when differentiating between between insurers? You know, you you we, we as, as as a company measure ourselves. I mean, uh, IGI, we we consider ourselves an underwriting shop. This is what we do. We, we, we get out of bed in the morning to go out and find business to write that we believe is going to be profitable and not just profitable, but profitable, you know, generating the, the, the level of returns that we, uh, we, uh, 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 seek. You know, we sit in a lot of capital. 
uh, as, as, as an industry, we sit on a lot of capital. We generate investment income. Uh, for us, we, 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 we view that as icing on the cake. Um, uh, you know, the cherry on top. Uh, our main core operations, we are a, a reinsurance company. Our reinsurance operation, our core operation has to make money, has to be profitable. Otherwise, we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. The metrics that, that measure it is the profitability of your portfolio, your loss ratios, your combined ratio, and, uh, or, well, your loss ratios that, that you know, come together with your expense ratio and your acquisition cost ratio and, and ultimately uh, develop into a combined ratio. As a, as a company, we've averaged a 90% combined ratio for the last, over the last 10 years. We've outperformed our peers in, in, uh, in uh, almost uh, throughout this time period. Um, our return on equity has been around the 10% mark. We distribute dividends on top of that. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's at the, at the end of the day, you know, it's about building a solid comp, a solid portfolio of business, um, understanding exactly what it is that you're underwriting, understanding exactly what it is your capabilities are, never biting off more than you can chew. Um, uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, working within those capabilities. Those are the most important things. But the prime measurement of the success of us is, is, is our combined ratio. Yeah, and certainly that is affected by competitive dynamics. I hear about certain insurers they actually have a combined ratio of about 100% or higher, indicating they're not profitable, but are underwrite that business in order to generate investment income. So taking a different approach uh, than you guys. And perhaps that's somewhat correlated to the areas of focus. One thing that I'd like to hear more about uh, on IGI is that some of the specialty insurance lines that you underwrite are very unique, highly specialized. Uh, specifically, one I noticed was underwriting insurance against political violence, which I don't think I've ever heard of that before. I was wondering if you could tell us about some of the work that goes into some of these more unique policies. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, act- political violence is essentially terrorism, you know, strikes, riots, civil commotion, uh, war on land. In all honesty, it's probably one of the more sort of straightforward. I mean, this is a, this is a class of business that used to be thrown in for free in the standard uh, property policy. Okay. But after 9-11, it was create, it, 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 you know, uh, 9-11, you know, created such damage to the, uh, to the industry at a time when the industry was already hurting in 2001. You know, the, the, the political violence, you know, separate, separate product was created um, uh, following the, the, those unfortunate events. Um, it's actually quite straightforward, you know, your terrorism, your, your straightforward terrorism. I mean, since 9-11, there hasn't been any major, you know, terrorism losses that have impacted the market. So it's been a very profitable class of business and a, uh, um, and, and, and uh, one that, that has attracted a lot of, uh, you know, markets and competitors. It's a great class of business. Uh, wish we, should, we could do more, but the competition is fierce in, uh, in that area. There are more you know, um, uh, unique uh, areas and specialized areas, construction and engineering, for example, they become, they, they become a lot more technical in the way that you, you, you uh, have to look at them. You know, our, 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 our class underwriter has an engineering background. 
so uh, uh, you know the, uh, you know many within the team are studied engineering and require that to analyze the project. So if you're working on a multi-billion dollar project, there's there's so many things that you wanna uh, that you need to look into. Uh, one, what the project is, the nature of it, uh, how risky it is, um, uh, where it's located, the contractors that are involved. Uh, contractors track records and, and experience in delivering these types of projects uh, and then you get to the technical aspect of the coverage uh, which may differ from project to project and this is what's what's, what's beautiful about the business is that you know uh, 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 you know we, we under we individually underwrite about 75 percent of, of the business that we have uh, which amounted to around 460 Seven million dollars last year, right. um, and having and having that close, you know, the, uh, I think the, the different uh, differentiating factor is being so close to your client base and so 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 close to your risk base, understanding exactly, you know, uh, what it is you're covering, um, uh, without having to delegate that that power to to uh, you know a, a different network, and I think this is this is what. You know, one of the, the key strengths of what we do is that we're so close to our business. We do it ourselves because we feel we can do it better than anybody else. Um, and, and as a result, you know, our results have, uh, our, our results have reflect that, reflected that. And now a word from our sponsor, Accelerate, one of Canada's most innovative and fastest growing alternative investment solution providers with a suite of institutional caliber alternative ETFs for investors seeking diversification and long-term performance. The Accelerate One Choice Alternative Portfolio ETF, symbol 1C, ONEC on the TSX is Canada's first alternatives portfolio solution, providing exposure to six alternative asset classes, 10 alternative strategies in one easy to use, one choice ETF that charges a management fee of just 0.2%. The Accelerate One Choice Alternative Portfolio ETF trades under the symbol 1CONEC on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. I'm always intrigued when I come across a very unique and niche insurance policy, specifically one that comes to mind is when Berkshire Hathaway underwrote the NCAA uh, basketball tournament. Uh, I believe it was a billion dollar prize in which somehow they had to price that risk that someone would actually win the billion dollars, which did not occur. But I was wondering, Willie, what is the most unconventional insurance policy you've ever underwritten and how did you gain comfort with that exposure i'll tell you something anything that's unconventional anything uh, uh, well let me put it this way the number one rule i learned in insurance was stay stay away from what is what what you do not understand right um if, if you don't understand it stay away from it and and when when it's unconventional the level of understanding <laughs> is 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 is, is low. Right. Um, I, th- I think the trick, the trick is, un- is to be unconventional in the way that you trade and in the way that you manage the cycle and in the way that you, uh, uh, would you uh, in, in the way that you manage your, expo- your, your exposures and your uh, portfolio. Right. So you, you wouldn't know, be doing these strange ones, but have there ever been Ones that you that come across your desk, you're like, wow, this is completely out of my area of expertise, but it is weird and strange. 
It is absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you come across across a, a, a lot of that, and you just say, you know what? It's sometimes it's tempting, and you, and you and you think to yourself, I think I understand it, but I'm not sure I do, and so you know, let me stay away from it. But it's uh, it's it, it, it's uh, it, you know something like the NCAA that Berkshire Hathaway wrote. I mean, how how, how do you, I mean it, it's all based on probability. And, and I'm sure they, they, they have their models that, that spit out whatever number that is they need to charge for it. Right. Um, uh, we, we're focused more on the, you know, more on the conventional side. And, and whilst niche and unique, you know, there is experience there, there is history there, there is, there is data there that helps you make the decisions that you need to make. Right. And you indicated that. Running a successful insurance is all about just managing that risk, mitigating the volatility. And now with respect to, say, investors would like to uh, buy shares of IGI or a competitor, what are the major risks facing your industry and, with the current business model? And how are those mitigated? Uh, I mean, the way, the way I look at it, I mean, uh, you know, insurance is a very traditional uh, business it's never really embraced technology um uh, in 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 a strong way i think i think uh, in recent years sort of a you know a light bulb has turned on and 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 people have opened up to the to the, to the importance of it um and that they're and then that if they don't do it um there will be outside players that come in Unconventional players that come in that that uh, could 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 take away a lot of uh, could have a big impact on the on the industry and their businesses as well. Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, lump distribution in within the technology. Uh, you know, I think uh, it 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 becomes a, a, an issue that requires. You know the, the the industry's attention uh, significantly. Not so much on the commercial side, especially on the large commercial side, because you know the human involvement within the underwriting process is very important. But over time, um, you see it more on the personal line side. You know, you buy your you know your your motor insurance online. You buy your health and life insurance online. Um, you know, Adnock doesn't buy their insurances online. Um, but there be there there will come a day when when a lot of it becomes, you know, uh, starts being be uh, the business starts being conducted in a different manner, um, and we have to be ready to to confront that change and and uh, and be involved within that change. Climate change is a big hot topic uh, that 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 everybody you know is is is, is talking about, and uh, especially those playing in the energy sector. Many players are are, are out there. You know, uh, publishing plans about how they're going to uh, um, uh, become, you know, environmentally friendly. We're too small to have any influence on the market as a company to do that. But we will. It is something that we have already started uh, discussing internally, talking about, and and uh, and and will be addressing in the coming uh, in the foreseeable in the near future. Right. So I wanted to touch on a bit of history here, looking at the background of IGI, went public through the SPAC Tiberius acquisition. That deal closed in a timeframe that was unfortunate, March 2020. 
right before global yeah. markets absolutely fell off a cliff as a pandemic raged. I was wondering, how did you get through that environment and how was it to complete your going public transaction, which is obviously a massive deal for the company, into the most unfortunate of timing? I mean, obviously, I mean, we, we, we started this process uh, way before oh, you know, sure. COVID appeared. Yeah. You know, in all honesty, before we met the folks at Siberia, I had never heard of, of, of a stack. I didn't even know what it was. Didn't understand it. Um, our 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 bankers introduced us to Tiberius. We got to know each other, and and uh, you know, over months of of, of of foreplay, basically decided to get into, <laughs> uh, into bed with each other. Yeah, I never thought we would ever become a public company in the U.S. We always knew at some point we would be going public. Um, the opportunity presented itself. You know, it turned out to be the right decision to make. I mean, had we been going down the conventional uh, route of going public, then I guarantee you we, we, we wouldn't have gone public in March of last year. Um, uh, you know, the SPAC provided certainty. Um, it provided, you know, uh, obviously we, we, we spent a lot of time with the folks at Tiberius um, who are well-seasoned veterans within the insurance industry. So they, they provided a partnership with, with you know, like-minded uh, individuals. Um, you know, obviously it provides liquidity for shareholders. Um, and the only certainty um, or the only uncertainty with a SPAC was, was how much money we would actually raise. Right. We knew what the minimum amount that would be raised, but we didn't know how much on top of that, we, we, we could. And, and, and because we were, we did go public via SPAC transaction. We were able to actually carry that transaction out. The timing was horrible. I mean, I mean, it couldn't have been, have, have been worse. Yeah, in hindsight. Um, uh, you know, very, very challenging. I mean, we, we went public on the day that we went into lockdown over here in, in, in the UK. It was, it was just, you know, <laughs> unthinkable. Um, but the structure of the transaction guaranteed that the transaction would uh, consummate. And, uh, you know, it's had its challenges since going public, no doubt. You know, we we we're we're an unknown really story in the U.S. market. Yeah. Um, you know, we've never operated in the U.S. from an insurance perspective. We just entered into the U.S. markets last year. Um, so the challenge has been, you know, to in in building that story, developing that story, um, interacting personally with our investor base, uh, both existing and 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 potential, you know, uh, new investors, not being able to to deliver that message in the way that we want to deliver it, um, you know, having to do Zoom calls and, and Teams calls and, um, and podcasts. And it, it's been, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and podcasts, yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been, it's been, you know, uh, it's been challenging from that standpoint. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody, we're, we're all in the same position. Um, and, and we're all facing these same challenges, you know, our results speak for themselves and I, and I'm confident it's just a matter of time before the market, uh, you know, the investor community shows, you know, the, 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 the appreciation for a company like IGI. Yeah. And from the investment community's perspective, there's a lot out there in terms of, oh, I want to invest in insurance. You know, there's dozens and dozens of companies to look at highly competitive industry. 
was wondering, you know, how do you guys differentiate yourselves in the marketplace? What competitive advantages does IGI possess? And how do you utilize those advantages in a marketplace filled with many competitors? You're on the smaller cap side, you're facing some absolute giants, not just, you know, in the underwriting market, but in the competition for investor attention. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I mean, when it, when it comes from, 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 from the business itself, it's a big market. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we focus on what we want to, want, want to achieve. We focus on what we want to do. You know, we, 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 we built this company. We started this company 20 years ago with $25 million of capital right after 9-11 at a time when, you know, companies had either gone bust right. or many companies had had to uh, raise capital in order to survive and continue. So security, financial security was, was, was huge. And we come into this. We, we come into this market with twenty-five million dollars of capital. You know, we're not even a, a dot on anybody's radar. Right. This is a people. This is a people's business. You know, you 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 build relationships over years and decades that 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 stick with you over over time, and then you build your reputation on the service that you provide. At the end of the day, I mentioned at the beginning of the call, our 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 uh, the product that we offer is a promise to pay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once once we put once once we put our signature on that document, that's it. You know, this is uh, that that's that uh, it's it, it's that's our word and our word to our clients. So when the client needs us, we have to be there. We had to prove ourselves. We had to build our reputation. Uh, we had to build credibility. We had to build trust, build respect, um, and 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 you do that. It takes time, and it takes uh, a lot of work. Um, but service is key. I mean, uh, uh, I'm sure you, 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 you know, if somebody treated you well on your motor insurance when you had a claim, you know, you, you, you'll want to continue doing business with them. And that's the simple, simple, simple truth uh, about it. And it's, it's about focusing on what we want. Remember, I mean, we, 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 we don't measure our performance by market share. We don't measure our performance. Uh, I, I don't even know what my market share is. I'm not interested. Right. I'm not you know, we have a lot much bigger competitors that look at the business in a different way. All I, all we're looking for is a small piece of the pie, mm-hmm. and if we can identify that piece and and target it in a, in a much more focused manner, um, uh, we can achieve uh, uh, a lot more, uh, a lot better results. We're a very nimble company. We're a very, we're a company with a flat management structure. Decisions get made quickly. We're not. Um, uh, wrapped up with all the, the red tape that, that you know some of our bigger competitors uh, have, and as a result, it's a breath of fresh air with some of the clients that, that um, uh, you know uh, of doing business with a company like IGI. Uh, but ultimately, it's service. I mean, once once you pay a claim, and and you get that thank you from your client, you know you you will never lose them. And we have clients that have been with us, been with you know Wasif for the last 40 years at various companies. They just moved with him from, from, uh, from company to company. And I'll just give you a, I'll just give you a small example of, of this. Back in 2017, you had Hurricane Irma go through the Caribbean, which, which was a disastrous uh, um, hurricane. Yeah. We were actually, in, uh, we were actually in, 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 in Monte Carlo for the rendezvous at the time. And we got... Uh, one of our biggest clients is a, is a, is a chain of hotels in the Caribbean uh, on the property side. They had a loss. 
they, 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 the hurricane had blown through several properties damaged. They didn't know how much damage was. It was too early to assess, but they knew that it was going to be significant and they knew that they needed, they needed cash and they needed money from their insurers. Within 48 hours, we had paid them an amount worth millions of dollars, not knowing what it was for, not knowing for which assets, not knowing for, for anything, but knowing that they needed it and that we would there and we would, we would settle and go through the detail later on. But the client needed us and we were there. We were the first in the market to pay. And that client has never thought of, you know, parting ways with IGI. I mean, it's just been a fantastic relationship. And, and, but that's, that's, in, that, that, that in itself is what people look for. And that's how you build continuity and longevity. Right. And I hear horror stories about something bad happening and people trying to collect an insurance claim and the insurer puts up a big fight and it turns into a mess. So certainly your key to success being service resonates uh, when you see all those horror stories about you know insurance underwriters not living up to their end of the bargain. But Waleed, I want to thank you for, for having you on the podcast, taking us through a primer on insurance, which we haven't been able to do yet. So I really appreciate that. Investors, if you want to check out the stock, trades under the symbol IGIC on the NASDAQ. Waleed, wish you the best of luck. Uh, thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you very much, guys. All right. talking to you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Absolute Return Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Accelerate Financial Technologies. Accelerate, because performance matters. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. The views expressed in this podcast are the personal views of the participants and do not reflect the views of Accelerate. No aspect of this podcast constitutes investment, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed in this podcast should not be viewed as a recommendation or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any securities or investment strategies. The information and opinions in this podcast are based on current market conditions and may fluctuate and change in the future. No representation or warranty expressed or implied is made on behalf of Accelerate. As to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained this podcast. Accelerate does not accept any liability for any direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage suffered by any person as a result of relying on all or any part of this podcast, and any liability is expressly disclaimed.